This is When Spirit Calls, and you on your journey are in the right place. This show is about magic, miracles, and meaning shared through stories, interviews, and channeled messages. We have so much to share about who you are and your divine mission here on the earth. Let's get to it. When Spirit Calls is right now. I am so delighted today to introduce you to our guest, Jared Kerfoot. A journey of mental health crisis through his 20s set Jared on a decade-long path of suffering and searching. Through his journey, he found his way, his purpose. He is now living his dream, using his stories and gifts to help those who are suffering. The depth of his experiences has allowed him the ability to hold safe and sacred space for others. From this healed place of power, purpose, and passion, Jared, a best-selling co-author, epic culture curator, and universal uniter, guides individuals to define their divine authentic self, their authentic health, and their authentic success to create clarity and the perfect path for their unique destiny. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome. So happy to have you here on When Spirit Calls, and we know spirit always calls. And today I have been called to bring in a very special guest for all of you, the lovely Jared. And, you know, you guys heard a little bit in the bio about Jared's history, but Jared, hi, welcome. Hello. (laughs) So happy to have you with us today. Uh, You know, Jared, you and I have known each other and crossed paths for quite a number of years now, and it's been such a delight. And I want to share a little story, something that happened to me and you in in a recent experience to kind of get us going. And then I'll give you some time to share your story because it's beautiful and I I really want the audience to hear it. Awesome. But you and I ran into each other randomly. I decided to go to a sweat lodge. And I headed out to the sweat lodge and I, you know, it was a beautiful day and I'm meeting and greeting people that are going into this sweat lodge. And I turn around and I see this beautiful man behind me and I almost didn't recognize him. And it was you, Jared. And I knew Jared years before. And the Jared that I saw at that time at the sweat lodge was his energy had shifted so much. I could see almost like the pure version of Jared. And I remember having to take, do you remember that? I took a minute and I was like. I (laughs) I remember feeling so comfortable and and normal with you. Like you were you still, right? From my perspective. And and yeah, I remember just witnessing this confusion and and kind of having fun with it. Yeah, (laughs) and and, and it was, because I was like, Jared? But it, but it felt like a different version of Jared. And so yeah. it was so beautiful for me to witness this upgraded version of you mm-hmm. and notice your aura had shifted your energy. You even yeah. looked different to me. You felt different to me. Yeah. And so I remember we just embraced in the most beautiful hug, didn't we? And we got to spend some really beautiful time together in that, yeah. in that sweat and some sacred time together. But I wanted to bring that story to the surface for people out there because, you know, with everything that's happening, people are going through massive transformation. And I've heard this time and time again that 
people change in their appearance or they change, they feel different to other people because they are tuned into a whole different frequency. And the journey in this life is to keep upgrading and keep shifting that frequency, right? And mm -hmm. so we're in this constant evolution, but oftentimes we forget the journey we've been on and how far we've made it. And so I share that story with you again, Jared, but with also our audience today, because I want to remind everybody that we are here to evolve. We are here to grow. We are here to become better versions of ourselves. And so recognizing that thread um, and recognizing that we're all on the same journey, essentially, to do that. And so, Jared, I know you've had quite an experience and quite a journey and I'd love for you to take some time now to just share with the audience, you know, tell them about your journey, your path, and um, and and where spirit called you. So, yeah. Okay. I know that's a big question. It's a huge question, which is wonderful. Gives it lots of room to play. And typically when I'm asked this, my whole entire body just kind of starts shaking and vibrating. And what I've been forced to do is share my story by immersing in my story because my story has been i am triggered by trauma non-stop i don't know where it comes from quite externally or internally um but i can feel it when i'm in it mm. and when i'm in it and when i'm feeling it i actually can map it and so there's parts of me that are mapping it, parts of me that are responding from a place of power, from a place of love, from a place of compassion for myself and for anything else. And then there's this part of me that's responding from absolute fear, mm -hmm. which has a whole bunch of different emotions that are just attached to it and can come up at any time. So the first versions of me that were meeting you, we were always connecting in places where there was healing presence. So it meant that I needed, in my, in my world, it meant that I needed to pull all of my sick to the forefront so that as many people who could help me could see it. And I could start getting some feedback. And I was just trying to contribute to this community in a meaningful way. And I didn't know how to do that. And then a lot of people were telling me what I was doing was meaningful, but I didn't feel authentic. I didn't feel like my fullest me, even if I had an authentic fear that made sense, I could say that and I could hold space for it, but it was so erratic and so powerful and, and explosive. And so it always needed space. And that's usually what I would be doing is, hi, how are you? Good. I'm Jared, your name. And then it was me basically explaining what I just did. I'm in trauma and this and, and then getting the weirdest look from people because most people that isn't resonating. But for those of us who have had trauma or long-term uh, mental illness, there's been a long battle just to be understood um, by the common person and just to be not feared is probably better, not even understood, just not feared so that we can begin understanding. And so when I'm empathic, when I have these psychic connections that I'm not aware of and I'm walking up to people and scaring the hell out of them by answering how you're doing, that's a very overwhelming energy to be in. But the whole time I was doing it, when I, I think it's about 10 plus years that I kind of just took that, that belief and I didn't know I'd be doing it. I thought when I was young, I thought, hey, this is a part of me. 
and I'm going to attack it like anything else. And I, I'll have this illness wrapped up in a year or two. I'll understand it. It'll be cured or, or I'll still be able to have my best life. And, and that's not what happened. And on a reflection, I can tell that spirit had a different plan than this focused, you know, determined, hungry Jared, but there wasn't clear communication. Mm. Uh, and that was what was happening for me, maybe the last three years of this journey and where such a shift happened in my energy is the spirit in me was being understood by me. I had never grown up going to church consistently or any other community like that where we would connect with spirit. And so in some ways that maybe is good, in some ways that maybe is bad. But what it created for me is just, I don't know what spirit was not. And so I really had to start reflecting on myself. And what I realized was it, you know, it just kind of looked over everything that I did and spirit, no matter what, loves me and sees the understanding of the humanity and it just gets it and it just loves me and there's nothing else i can do it's not even frustrating like there's some times where people are frustrated and someone makes you laugh and you're like pissed that they took you out of it like <laughs> it doesn't work that way with spirit you're just like you're too melted into what it's doing to to anything but melt into it and so then everything else i believed was my resistance my resistance of surrender um my giving up control uh, all these different things, which were like intellectually really simple to understand and try to not do. But then when I decided I didn't want to do them anymore, I started noticing that like, you've been doing it for 30 years. This is going to take a lot of time and you're going to doubt changing it. So there's so much process. There's so much time. You and I have only spent not even three or four hours together. I don't think in real, like in each other's field and in each other's space but still we have these connections um one of my first journals is from one of your talks and it says raise the vibration mm -hmm. and that's it that's what you said three or four years ago <laughs> in this tiny little room at the very first you know um kind of conference that you had put on and i remember meeting you i was there like an hour early no one else was there and it was just you and me in this quiet place and i just thought I think we're supposed to do this. Like, I think there's a feminine view and a, and a masculine view. And I just decided that's what I was doing. I didn't tell you, I didn't tell anybody really. I just decided that I was going to be um, on that team. And so I owed it to everybody on that team to just let everything out nonstop into that area until I got healing because I believe that I eventually would. And so that's where I started pushing myself. And that's where I started hitting like psychosis is or are they spiritual catharsis is it's up to who wants to diagnose me or help me you know i had to go through these these experiences where i didn't know who i was so how could anybody else know who i was and we all had to sit in that kind of fear but yeah. over and over again this this version of me this, this vibration kept upgrading uplifting and people couldn't see it until they felt it and then it was like whoa yeah. And then what was funny is then I'm realizing now people would be like uncomfortable in it, just like I was. So often I would get it in my own self and then some other mechanism and we would cut it off. And so that started being a part of it where I'm like this, this amazing field and I go to somebody and then they just don't feel that they're worth it. And I'm so like destroyed that I can't make them feel worthy. Mm -hmm. And then that's where spirit, again, it's just like, yes, Jared, that's where you end and they begin. And there's nothing that you're supposed to do, not supposed to do. Like being you is the perfect thing to be in every situation. And then you'll be told what you are. 
by people yes, who are I, thrilled and want you to keep doing it and you'll feel like you should do it. And then that's where you, you know, build the life that you want. You best version of yourself. All these different things can actually happen because you can see and feel it for yourself and you can trust the unknown that comes with all of those things and actually plan it uh, and give it a shot. Uh, I really love um, this conversation because what you're telling us is that it's okay to let the yucky stuff, and I swear sometimes the shitty shit, yeah. come up to yeah. the surface. And you owned that. Like, I watched you, I witnessed you in a community that you felt safe in, bring and allow the pain mm. and the trauma and the discomfort and the yucky stuff that nobody wants to deal with. Yeah. I watched you bring that to the surface and say, this is who I am right now, so that people could support whatever that was that you needed at that time. Mm -hmm. You know, the so-called dark night of the soul, if you will. And yeah. so, and so I just think it's so brilliant that somehow somewhere inside of you, your spirit said, Jared, be all of you, show them all mm -hmm. of this, like let it come mm -hmm. to the surface because I really do believe that's what allowed you to purge. And right yes. now, globally, we're going through a massive purge. I mean, it's mm -hmm. been it's been going on for a while and it'll continue to go on for a bit longer. But so all of this stuff, yucky stuff is coming up. But what people are doing is they're saying, I don't want to deal with that. I'm going to push that back down, which you did for much of your life, right? They're like, I'm going to push it back yeah. down and I'm going to numb myself with this and I'm going to distract yeah. myself with this. And the truth is, the truth is that when we go on the journey to our souls, we find treasures there that we mm. didn't know existed. And that's the beauty in what I'm witnessing in you, because now I see all the treasure trove coming up. <laughs> now, yeah. I, instead of instead of the yucky stuff, I see the treasure trove. So I, I just wanted to add to that because I just think it's so brilliant. And so many people are like, What's happening to me? Why do I feel so like burdened with all this stuff? And why is yeah. trauma coming up? And why is ancestral trauma coming up? Like, why is this happening to me? And it's because we're supposed to let it go, people. Totally. We're supposed to bring it to the surface, to put it in our attention so that we can look at that and learn from it and love from it. And so that is the, the I think it's the, you know, the, the foundational message that you really have here today is that it's okay to be in that space. It's okay to allow that stuff to come to the surface. Yeah, and, and so part of that too is I was showing it was okay when it clearly wasn't because I was still taking mis those misunderstandings, right? That can then translate to certain different things. So that is what I wanted was to create a world where it was genuinely safe. And now what we're all learning is like, what an illusion that <laughs> that was <laughs> to begin with. So I kind of almost feel like on an even playing ground with everybody now when they've been purging, not because it's like you've gone through this thing, but because it's like you just you get it now um, and you understand what we're talking about. So this purging of everything is, is the most perfect way to view it, because when you when you talk about it, too, and, and these treasures, they were just covered. They were just covered in dirt and they've been grown over. And so like the moss and stuff is gorgeous. It's beautiful. But I want to use this tool for for freaking use. Right. Not a lump under the moss. So yes. you know, now we pull this thing out and that's the biggest, uh, the, one of the more difficult transitions was determining your treasure from trash 
and then honoring that it's rusty. It you suck at using it's it. Dirty. Like, it's a brand new. Exactly. It's not. You're not just as good. And it wasn't just the like the pill that you know upgrades everything else. Almost certainly, it's the thing that has you look and go, shit. If I had this at the beginning, I could have done everything differently. <laughs> and so that moment is when you have a choice, right? You can go. I gotta say goodbye to this thing. Like whatever it is, it's built on a shaky foundation. And so we need, like, we can move the house. We can move the people. We can move, you know, the spirit of what it was. We can even take every screw out, take every piece of wood and move this thing to where the real foundation is. And that's what I needed to do was what's treasure versus treasure. What was the treasure that I was rewarded for when I was five because I was fast and could score goals? What was the, versus the one that was girls liking me versus the one that was business success versus the ones that were parent? Like there's so many of these, there are tricks but they're also not tricks because they may have been spirit and they may have been. So really just going through all of it and, and gaining that, that understanding and really kind of sifting and separating because too, like your parents are a part of your spirit. They were always a huge part of it. And so owning who and what they are and, and really blaming it effectively and ineffectively and allowing all of it to come out the same way. Ideally they, they parented you. And if they didn't, I can guarantee it was the to the, the top of their limitations. And then they just kept trying. And that's what our humanity has been doing for a long time. So to develop that compassion and that understanding for everything that hurts, it just left me noticing my treasures, your treasures, your treasures, your treasures. And then now you're in a place where people aren't re- like, you got to be humble about your treasure and like uh, almost undersell it and like almost mm. self-deprecated and stuff like that right about it heaven yeah you express yeah that and right i agree that the the treasures are meant to be shared and you said something really powerful there because you you kind of brought it in some ideas around you know we're always you know doing our best and we're trying and, and the truth is everyone is always doing the best that they know how mm. and that's a hard one for a lot of people to swallow yeah. but i really want our audience to hear that today Everyone is always doing the best that they know how in every given moment, including you. That is such an empowering view to have. It completely it takes away a victim. It completely takes away external power. And it allows you the opportunity to compassion and experience if you want. Yes. And if, if that's want. where you're at, yeah. right? You get and, to do what you want. Yeah. And I admit, when I first heard that from a mentor of mine, I was like, what? I could have made a better decision there and I could have done better there. And, I, and they're like, well, then why didn't you? And I was like, oh, because I thought that that was the best decision at the time. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. there's such richness in this. And again, we keep talking about the treasure. Um, there's a wonderful book, The Alchemist. It's one of my faves. You know that yes. book. Yes. It's my first too. Yeah. Um, and The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. So anyone who's listening that hasn't read that book, it's a it's a beautiful read. Um, but essentially, it's understanding where the treasures are and recognizing that sometimes we have to go on that journey and we have to go through the yucky stuff and we have to go mm. through the ooh in order to get to that treasure. That's yeah. part of the treasure is in the process. Yes. And, and many of us miss that. Yeah, the, the treasure's in you. It's not an external thing. And so with that book, it's so funny to realize that like once he goes through all of his hell, he was sleeping on the actual physical treasure. Like 
a long time ago and went and became this man. Sorry, we just we just gave the end of the book away, everyone. Oh, shit. Sorry. There's so many endings to that book. I'm, I didn't give it away. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> oh shit! I definitely did. Cut that out for sure. Um, that's too funny. I'm not good at not spoiling stuff, but that like that's just it, and that's what I kind of realized too. Is it's, spirit fucks with you the way you are. So it, like, there's so many times where I've just looked up and been like, if I was sitting there and wanted to just screw with Jared in a way that was hilarious, I'd have done these kinds of things, especially when spirit doesn't care about your pain and your suffering, like <laughs> within the grand scheme of things, it would just be, he would just be trying to do like little silly things, huge wisdoms in regular, normal, everyday stuff big elaborate journeys to get what you already have, like all these kinds yes. of little things yes. when really all you're supposed to do is just listen. Right. Um, but you, you need to grow. So if we're going back to the book, I ruined, um, which by the way, like there's been enough coffee. So everyone should have read this book already. That's you so did not ruin it. Cause people <laughs> are just going to love the process of the book. Yeah. So you didn't ruin it. Yeah. So like if the gentleman was attuned enough to his own gifts, he would have just connected and went, huh, I should get this treasure that's here. But it was like he met the king. He met, you know, he sold the crystal. He fell in love and then he got his kicked. And like, there were all these different, he became the wind, right? Like, and those kinds of things had to happen before, you know, and it was, it's so funny. Like when you, when you get through all those things and he just decided he was going back and he decided, he's like, I'm coming back to get the treasure and I'm coming to get my girl. Like you were scared of fucking everything at the yeah. beginning of this book, Kai. Yes. Like everything was afraid, uh, except for shepherding, except for this one thing you knew and you knew really well and you could have done forever, but there was something. And so it was the same thing for me. I had that and it hurt. It hurt the thought of doing it no matter how good it looked. And I had to keep doing less of it. And it made no one understood it. And for years I was trying to explain it because I loved these people and I wanted to keep it, but it's, it just wasn't supposed to be kept that way. And it doesn't mean that those people are gone or gone forever. It means there was a flood houses washed away. And it, like a flood makes me think of healing now. Like that is what has been happening on a huge scale. And so cleanse, what, cleanse, cleanse. yes. What if now we get to build from a alkaline place? That's a thought I'd never had before. And it's the one that I'm starting to do, but I, you know, you got to be rooted in spirit to go and pick your tools now as well. So when I'm deciding to do which podcast, this is the first podcast. And I, you know, I probably was always going to only do it with you because I've always felt really safe and strong and rooted in spirit with it. As opposed to, I could have done this. You know, I could have, I had the tools. I could have been online like crazy, making a lot of money, just whipping my awareness all over the place, not knowing or caring what it created. But I couldn't do that. I would get I would vomit instead. I would get migraines. Like, so when I say I could have, or I should have, yeah, no, Physically, like, your body was like, mm, no, you need to be still. Yes. You know? And so <laughs> totally what I was saying, I can just right? see my own spirit holding me and me just like trying yeah. to get away and help. <laughs> right. And how finally I was like, fine. And then that's when the hand comes off and that's where you try to run again. And that gets you really still, quick. Stay still. Just like, yeah, exactly. Stay still without my hand. Stay still to learn why you stay still, says higher self. Right. And you're like, oh, that's why. Yeah. And then you're telling everybody else, you should stay still. You should stay still, right? Like, <laughs> right. So waiting and, for the gift to share. Right. And so, you know, I love this idea of being still, you know, because this is something that is really, I think, in our faces right now because we got caught up in this like, go, go, go. 
And then we had this big COVID thing and then it kind of stopped everyone in their tracks and they started reevaluating and thinking like, do I want to run like this? Mm -hmm. Is this the life that I really want? Is this the life that really brings me joy? And so I want to kind of wrap up here on that note of this idea of recognizing that it's good to be still because in that stillness, we can hear. Mm-hmm. And if we can hear the call of spirit, we can follow the most direct and divine path to mm-hmm. go on the journey versus having to go through the muck and the, you know, all the stuff. And I'm not saying that we don't have to go through the muck. Some of us do have to go through some of the difficulty yeah. and the suffering, and there's always catalyst and learning in that. But once we understand this ability that we have to hear, to hear God, to hear the universe, to hear source. Once we understand that, it's like putting rubber boots on in the muck. Yes, it is. Right, And it becomes easier for us. It becomes more valuable for us in the journey. And so, you know, this conversation is so beautiful because it, it really touches to those people that have struggled with mental illness, that have struggled with depression, that have had the dark night of the soul, as many of us have had, but also recognizing the value in that experience and taking the, the learning, the treasures are right here within us, right? We can be still. And so there's so much in every experience for us to pull from. So Jared, I almost feel like we probably have to do a part two to this because I feel oh, like wonderful. there's like, there's more to this. Um, but for those of you listening, um, I hope that you've enjoyed Jared and his sharing. He's just got such a beautiful way of, of sharing and expressing. So if you guys feel compelled to connect with Jared, So Jared, how can people um, get a hold of you if they're feeling drawn to you and they want to know about what you have to offer? Because I know you're going to have some workshops coming up. Know thyself for men. I love this. We're bringing up the manpower now. Um, And so if they want to reach you, um, they can absolutely come to me and I will make sure that you guys get connected. Does that sound like a good plan? At this point in time, that's absolutely the best thing to do. Beautiful. I welcome everybody. I can't wait to, to connect with anybody who felt moved by us communicating and connecting like this. I love it. I love it. So beautiful to be with you in this sacred space together. Mm. For all of you listening in, thank you so much for taking the time. Many blessings to all of you, and we'll see you again next time. Bye for now. So happy you could join us today, and we hope that you found comfort and inspiration with wherever you are at right now. If you feel you received a gift in today's message, please pass that gift along to a loved one by sharing this episode with them. To continue this conversation, please join me at rosehope.ca. And when you do, be sure to access your free gift by signing up for the When Spirit Calls newsletter. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again soon.